And when it rains, it pours in the motorsport world. We have got an epic show for you. My name is Nims Azor. Welcome to the driver's seat, joined as always by Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. And I tell you what, lads, we have got an absolute smorgasbord of motorsport to get through because not only do we have the uh, SVG NASCAR stuff, which happened uh, at the start of the week, we've also got Townsville to look forward to. There's World Supercross Championship that we're going to chat about as well. And we're at the halfway point of TCM too. So it is just coming out every single, everywhere. What about Spa 24 Hour? That was on as oh, well. Oh, yeah, that, that was too. Big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, bigger than Ben-Hur, this this show, I reckon. There was, there's um, lots of, there lots was, of people uh, out there that have been discussing online this show tonight. So uh, we better put a good one together, boys. Talk about, talk about going from nothing on your toast to the whole bowl of fruit on it from last week to this week. <laughs> you are gone to an acai bowl. <laughs> You're not wrong. But uh, we'll also talk about, because uh, Formula 1 even happened as well. <laughs> Wasn't wasn't fab. That's a recording from Maddie's place. <laughs> <laughs> Track we'll, limits. Look, we will we will get to that, but definitely someone that will not. Will, he'll definitely keep you perked and ready to go because we're going to get to our first guest because this has been a couple of weeks in the making. So let's just get straight to the intro, shall we? It's race victory one hundred for John Bow in the Touring Car Masters. One of the legends of the game has done it. Congratulations, John Bow, and everybody who works on that Tirana. Incredible achievement for one of the all-time legends, a Hall of Famer in our game. He's dominated this category. John Bell wins the final race here at Winston Motor Raceway. Touring Car Masters is back, baby. Yes, we are halfway through the Chow for Now tour, so there's a lot of questions that we got to ask this gentleman, but he's been good enough to join us on the program. Please welcome back the one and only John Bell. Oh, my God. Honestly, <laughs> you you guys make me laugh even without saying anything. <laughs> we often say, and, uh, JB, that our show is, uh, you like, you listen to a lot of the podcasts around the place and it's all really facts driven and it's it's insightful and it's you get all the experts they're more like 60 and minutes too, too serious mate too serious. too serious and stevie j and nimsy and i we're much more like hey hey it's saturday uh yeah. we have Look, we honestly, want to have a lot more fun I, uh, I mean i love stevie j like a son or a, a young brother and uh, the worst thing i ever did was introduce him to C- tcm and that's a fact i'd like that off, i'd like that on the record because you know <laughs> I could have been an absolute hero, and he's taken my bloody cape off. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Batman has been unseated by Robin in this. uh... I've been unmasked. You've been unmasked. But, JB, you you are an absolute champion of our sport across all the categories that you've raced in, and you are currently, as Nimsy said, in the midst of the chow for now tour which fascinates me because yeah. most folks go i'm out I'm retiring i'm done see you later but you're not quite as convinced about 
not racing something next year, are you? No, no, no. I'm not. Uh, like, honestly, I, I've said 100,000 times, I would love to race if I can, both mentally and physically, until I'm 80, you know. But uh, TCM is is fantastic category. I love it to death, and I hope somehow to be involved in it, you know, in a in a like a mentoring way or a, you know, I don't know, maybe a driver standards way or something. I don't know, but just the the constant chasing of the funding and. You know, I, I think it's probably just slightly worn me out a bit. You know, I mean, I love doing it. I love racing and I love racing against people like Steve because of the quality of their driving. Uh, but I, I don't know. I just thought it was maybe time, you know. So maybe maybe I'll regret it or maybe somebody will give me a car for a race or two where you're not racing for a championship. Just I don't I honestly got no idea what's going to appear next year, but I'll, I'll be driving something somewhere, maybe a, a historic car. My friend Joe's got two or three of those, so I'll turn up. I'll be there with my driving suit on and begging people to take my autograph. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. I think I, I think you're uh, I think you're going to be fine in in that regard, mate. I think you, you're not going to. Uh... Uh, you're at the forefront of most people's minds. I, you know, when you, when you come to the track, because you've 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 done so much racing, like in regard to different <laughs> styles of racing. You know, like you you open wheeler stuff, your supercar stuff. You've done sports car stuff, you know, TCM stuff. I mean, and you've won in all of it. So um, you've got a massive following, as we see on your socials and all that sort of stuff, and and the the, the people that come to the track. So. I don't think I think I think you you and and Dad are the same. You both underestimate yourself on what you've done for motorsport in this country. And I think that everywhere you go, doesn't matter how old you you get, you're going to be uh, you're going to be annoyed for the rest of your life by people. Well, you know that, that's very sweet of you, mate. And you, I'll give you a cuddle when I see you. But <laughs> uh, you know the I I quite often say to people, I've got two skills. You know that that. Uh, I can do one is to get my photograph taken, <laughs> and the other one is to write my name. <laughs> after that, I'm a bit up, you know, I haven't got that much left to offer. But anyway, I mean, I love racing and I love racing against you, and even though you're very disrespectful to me quite often, <laughs> when, when, when you, I, you know, I thought I had pole at Winton, you know, which is a bit of a, a I, I understand your down on revs because you've won too many things but um but uh you know at the last minute i then you beat me and i thought how disrespectful is that? <laughs> you know, i used to sit around the the, the family of the johnson family dinner table and explain things to him i mean mm. honestly <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Hey, JB, we, when I've been listening to many of your interviews in the recent times, a lot of talk about TCM, a lot of talk about the Chow for Now Tour and all that sort of stuff, but I haven't heard anyone actually ask the question, as you look back on this incredible career that you've had, is there a standout moment? Is there a standout car? Is there a standout team? I mean, when you look back, at the end of this year, even though you're not bowing out completely, uh, you know, what stands out to you? Well, uh, you know, like you look back at times that you you had enjoyment and, uh, you know, my time with DJR was always 
but not always successful. But it was enjoyable because, you know, I, I liked his dad. I learned to, you know, I grew to love his dad and his mum uh, as, as gen, you know, genuine people. So when we went well together, we enjoyed it together. And then when we had downtimes, which we did a few times, um, you know, we just sort of swallowed it, I guess, and got ready for the next lot. It was different, slightly different then. It was smaller. I mean, the TV viewing and the, and the people coming to the circuit was no different than it is now, probably more, to be honest. But yeah. it was smaller in the sense that, you know, they didn't have 50, 60, 80 people in the team. It wasn't so data-driven. I mean, for instance, you know, if we were at, say, a track somewhere and we'd just done Friday practice... I mean, there was no looking at data for Dick and I because he was in the car blowing the horn so we could go and <laughs> get dinner, you know. So <laughs> data Nothing's didn't changed. exist for me until way later. And, uh, you know, now data's part of life in, in racing drivers' parlay. So, mm. yeah, so those times, you know, uh, back in the Sierra days, at the time, people... Most people that came to the track didn't love the Sierras. They used to say, oh, why don't you race a Falcon? And, you know, it wasn't... They didn't love Sierras, and now they love Sierras as a historic car. So I look back on the part of the Sierra era as great. I've driven one in the last six months, several times in New Zealand, one of Dick's cars, the last one built. The early days of the Falcon were, were troubled, but then we hit the spot, you know, and we, we had some great times. I've had some terrific times, but I've also had some, you know, uh, up and down times with various people and various teams and various shysters that I ended up having to deal with. So, <laughs> shysters you know, in motorsport? Like, John Bow? Really? I'm shocked. That shocks me. I know. <laughs> I'm absolutely I know a, shocked. <laughs> I know it's a shock. Yeah. And one day maybe I can name names, but... Uh, Oh. Not on your show, I'm sorry. No, but... no, no, no. Nah, I'm, nah. Wait, I'm waiting for the same privilege one day, JB. Let me tell you. There's a few that are going to get buried. For the two people that might read a book, a, a 10-page book of my career, there'll be a few names buried in there, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. it, it, you know why it is, though, I'm sure. It's because Australia's like such a big country, but not a lot of people in it. So no. the people that are scrambling for position in motorsport, you know, there's not that many of them and there's not that many opportunities. So it's it's like dog eat dog. You know, you you see someone walk past you, you think and drive, you attack their legs so they can't change gears or something, you know, like it's <laughs> you know, it's really it's it's an unusual sport as you all know, I know. Yeah. So what do you reckon, mate, obviously moving forward you're gonna oh, you know, we've spoken a lot, you know, privately about you know, you just can't you just can't stop driving. Um, you love doing what you do. You love going to the track. You love seeing the people that you know help you out. That uh, all that sort of thing. So, you know, taking the pressure off from having to find the sponsorship. You know, I guess competing in a in a full national championship to try to, to to win a national championship and all that sort of thing. Do you think you'll enjoy it more? doing a race here and there and, you know, whether it be a, a historic race or a Group NC race or whatever it might be, do you think going to the track without that pressure, you're going to actually enjoy it more? I, I Honestly, Stevie, I, 
I enjoy it now terrifically. Mm. I mean, I, I loved our weekend at Winton, even though it was like minus, felt like minus 30. <laughs> Unlike <sure>. Winton. <laughs> I love Winton as a track, though. I love the people that come from all the districts. So I, I wouldn't say I enjoy it more. I probably just enjoy it. I'd love to be involved. I mean, I'd like to, to be able to help young Jet if I can somehow. So I, yeah. I don't know how it's all going to play out. I mean, I, I have like a bit of anxiety about it sometimes, to be honest, mm, but sure. I think it's just the right time, you know, to, um, you know, I mean, how many races do you need to win, to be honest? Uh, it's, it's uh, I don't know. I, I love TCM. I hope TCM yep. can get, the only thing wrong with TCM is we don't have enough people coming to race their cars like there's nothing mm. else wrong with it. it it's a great series people like it it's got and as a driver i'm sure you'd agree they the cars are terrific aren't they they're quite challenging yeah but they're not they're like the like, old school supercar they're like an old school yeah, they supercar. are absolutely they i i quite often say to people they like a a bad supercar of the 90s with <laughs> with wet tires on it on a dry track <laughs> perfect well, you've got to you need to adapt a bit and, you know, go with the flow. You don't sit in the back of a, tr- a truck with an engineer and a data engineer and analyse every time you took a breath or yeah. whatever. So it's it, it's a bit old school for sure. How good is it, but though, in just, that regard? Because you can, I can sit in the back of the truck and sleep now. It's super. <laughs> I know. I know. I used to go, you know, I'd, I'd get out of the car, go to a, you know, see some sponsors or whatever, and then turn up 10 minutes before the practice, which I know you do because you've got other jobs on. And, yeah. and it's great. You don't worry. You know, you say, oh, well, I'll do a bit of change here or change there. Minor changes. But there's not this mega analysis because the cars are way, way from perfect. So you just adapt and do your best, you know. And mm. when you lock a brake or run a bit wide or something, it's just something that happens, you know. And I, um- I, I mean, I sound like an old dude, which I, I guess I am, but, um, you know, it, it, it suits people. Uh, you know, you've got a lot longer to go than me. You were only a little boy when I met you, a little boy. <laughs> Some, some would argue he still is, John Bell. Let me tell you, um, Joe. I want to, I want to pick you. I want to pick you up on that because, um, you know, there's been some stuff online, and and to be quite frank, I mean, there is no hiding the fact that that certainly uh, the driver's seat and me in particular has been pretty forthright in our thoughts about ARG and my thoughts about ARG because. You know, we're really passionate about TCM here. We know that it's such a massive category, so popular with the fans and all that sort of stuff. But holistically, when we look at where the numbers are in TCM at the moment and then also in TCR, in S5000, all that sort of stuff, I've been pretty forthright in saying that I think the ARG as a business, their suite of categories, what they're doing and how they're doing it, needs to be scrutinised somewhat somehow because of all of the metrics that I look at when I'm working within business, to me, ARG and those suite of categories right now don't seem to be growing. And in fact, a lot of them seem to be going backwards. As example, uh, TCM. As a competitor that's inside of it, I know that you're a fan and I know that you're a fan of ARG, but is there some disconnect that I'm missing here? Because very hard to work in the against any compare anything against supercars because it's the biggest show in town. 
But as okay, I say, so, of all so of the metrics, say, I can't see anything. First of all, supercars, if you dig under each team, uh, the, there is a, a group of very wealthy people that own the teams. I'm not talking about Dick here. I'm talking about, you know, the other teams. Uh, sure. There's, all, there's wealthy people, so they can underwrite a serious spend, which supercars are. Yeah. Uh, ARG, is, I think, is suffering from, you know, the after effects of COVID, the after effects of COVID on business. So there are people, um, you know, that maybe can't justify the expense of running the car. The only thing wrong with TCM particularly is lack of numbers. I mean, there's... There's a bit of technical stuff that could be sorted out, but it's not the end of the world and it's always been like that. But, you know, there is a group of people and, and uh, Stevie's uh, car owner, Russ, who, who's a great guy, is one of these, who, who thinks that we should be on the supercar calendar every race, which which is fine, but it costs extra dough. And I know the, some of the numbers, how much it costs ARG to run TCM each year, and it's it's a fair amount of money. It would be to me anyway. I don't know about you, sure. wealthy blokes, but <laughs> it's um, it, it's you know. So the only thing we need really for a starter as a as a rebuild is to get more cars out there, and there are yeah. lots of cars around. There's probably forty TCM cars that don't run, and they've now created other classes for it you know, like a, a historic or a heritage-type TCM car, which is older, you know, back in the 2010, 2012, 2013. So there's plenty of reasons for people to come and, and race, but they don't. Now, why is that? I, I honestly don't know, because next week, next time we race is at the bend, and we're with supercars, and we still yeah. don't have a big field. So if, yeah, if right. that's the only thing wrong with it, that we need to be on supercars calendar. Why don't they all come out and race with supercars? I, I honestly don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a, it's a, it is a problem, and I guess TCRs the same. And you know, Trans Am's down a little bit, and you know, but I think that is a reflection on the economy and the the state of play in this country, which is you know, going down the gurgler faster than I am. So. <laughs> which I, and everything that you say, JB, is absolute logic. It's absolute logic. And then yet we see the National Sports Sedan uh, class that was on your round at Winton, and they rolled up with like 27 cars. So there's an yeah, exception to You know why, though? They haven't raced for ages. They right. have not raced for ages. And so right. everybody gets gets the bug. They get itchy. They go, bugger it. Let's go. You know, let's, right. let's go and spend the 20 or 30 grand or whatever it costs to run for the weekend. Right. Um, you know, Sports Sedan's... I love sports sedans, don't get me wrong. But, um, you know, it's all cyclic stuff. So, and I've been as, you know, animated sometimes as anybody about we need more technical uh, policing in TCM because the cars evolved probably quite quickly, too quickly possibly Mm. for some of the races that were involved in it. But, you know, the... There's a category for everybody. There's, there's four categories now. Yep. There's one thing I, I was talking to someone today about it, and I've done this as an email several times to, to the ARG people, and I'll flag it here, and I, I, I'd like to know what Stevie thinks of it. Uh, the cross-fly tyre that 
who's their supply to Group N, which I've driven on, is quite a decent tie, but it allows more slip angle, more sliding, more moving around, you know, all that sort of stuff. Why don't we 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 race on that from next year onwards? And then we'd probably get invited Group N cars come along. You know, if you're racing in Queensland, there'll be some Group N blokes will come and race Absolutely. because mm. there'll be a separate class for Group N cars so they can, you know, win a trophy if they do well. It only takes a bit of thought, I think. And, uh, you know, there, there's some good people in ARG. I, I, it's a bit new, and I think they inherited CCM when they purchased Trans Am, so... Yeah. I think it's all a bit new to them. I mean, I'm about to write an email to Gary and Barry Rogers about various things. I mean, it doesn't reflect on me because this the end of this year, well, you know, I'm not a TCM competitor. So, mm, sure, you know, it's not something that I can push my own barra in because I don't have a barra. I'm going to find it fascinating, boys, collectively. Uh, now that John McMillan has stepped back, I think he's still got a financial stake within the ARG business. He's just stepped back from doing um, day-to-day management. I'm going to be fascinated to see where ARG goes now. Now that multiple voices are out of the room mm-hmm. and it's down to Gaz and Baz, sometimes you need that clarity. You don't need other voices in the room. I'm going to be fascinated to see how they do this because in their statement, JB, the thing that stood out to me the most about uh, when John McMillan had stepped back is it, it, I think the statement was something like um, we are now going to concentrate on revitalizing. So that tells me that there is a recognition that they know they need to do something because again, I look at it from the outside. I don't think at its current state, its current rate, its current numbers, I can't see it, how it can continue uh, in the, in the shape that it uh, is. So I hope that they're able to, be malleable enough to try and change something or something along the way there to be able to get the numbers up for everybody. Well, I, I you know, I'm a, you know, I, I've learned this from Dick Johnson. I'm a positive thinker now. He, he used to reckon I was negative. I was just realistic, and yes. he was very <laughs> positive. But uh, you know, I, I, I'd like to believe it can, it can be revitalised, and not just TCM. I mean, the other categories as well. I mean, the racing. In Trans Am at Winton was awesome. You know, it's 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 you need something other than supercars, you know. And to Absolutely. be on the supercars program, you've got to pay extra dough because they charge you extra coin. You know, they and and maybe rightly so. They've got quite a big audience, and there's lots of people come through the gate, and mm. you know, so on. But um, yeah, so we have to we have to hope and wish i guess and jb in the in the obviously the time that you and i have been racing and we've known you know gary and barry now for a long time um they're they're smart operators you know i mean you see the 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 funny side of of gaz all the time and chucking on funny yeah. shirts and doing cool stuff but He's he's not a dummy. Like I got a lot of respect for both of those guys, and and no, I no, think no, he's that, a very that, very successful yeah. Stevie, very absolutely. successful, and they have the right uh, modus operandi. You know, they love motorsport. They wouldn't be in it otherwise. Mm. Uh, why would you run a motorsport business if you didn't love it? So I, I feel that you know things will improve, and you know, like let's not to get too carried away with say TCM, but. But really, and and the same as S5000, it's a fantastic concept. 
All it needs is more cars, which which are around. So I think supercars being negative about S5000 doesn't help it because mm. the young guys coming through with some budget uh, don't look at S5000 as a means of progressing. So that doesn't help either. You know, like they they think they have to do Super 2, whatever, to get into the main series. I don't think that's good because, seriously, if you can drive a big, fast open-wheeler on hard tyres, you can drive a supercar. It just yep. needs to... You need to watch the play and get some help with some data coaching and whatever, you know. So I think there's a few issues that need solving, but, you know, I'm not sure who's going to solve them <laughs> other than myself and nobody's asked me. Uh, hey, Nimsy. To be honest. Uh, obviously, uh, we've got a, we've got a lot of texts coming in now. John, uh, oh, and, thick and fast, uh, yeah, yeah, and I reckon Nimsey, we should we should put a couple of these to JB to see what he thinks because there's some pretty cool messages here from our fans. Yeah, we'll go, we'll go a bit of a lightning <laughs> round here because JB, the the text line has blown up a little bit here, so I'll, I'll start off. With, really? Yeah, I'm mm. not joking here. Oh, told you you're popular, <laughs> mate. I'm puffing myself up in my chair. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've got a number ending in 907 going. JB took me on a couple of laps at Sandown last year. He's a great guy. I want to do it again before Sandown shuts forever another one here from greg for jb what are you going to do to fill your weekends with <laughs> well i'll go to some races that's what i'll do and you know and if, if if possible someone will probably break their leg and then i'll go oh look i'll i'll drive the car for you mate i've got the helmet in the car it's fine no worries i'll, I'll, I'll be 10 minutes give me a minute uh pete and cranvin's got pete and cranvin's gone and said JB, even though your last supercar season may have not been enjoyable, the PCR Glenford's Falcon is one of the best-looking cars of your career and a star emoji. <laughs> yeah, no, that was an interesting time because I was genuinely, like, as a mental health, you know, uh, advocate, I I was in a really bad place in my life and my my mental, you know, thing was not good like it was really not good so i look back on it with with serious regret really in some ways but i mean another thing i, I learned a lot of stuff off stevie's dad you can't look backwards because you get a sore neck so <laughs> i don't get a sore neck yeah and yeah then... i'm still here i'm still here and you know i'm still enjoying the racing i still enjoy the people so and, and well, i'm very lucky and really? according to that text from Pete from Cranbourne, you've, that that might have been a, a bit of a bad run for you, but it brought him some joy too. So there's some good in everything. Uh, in, in it was what... a good-looking car, wasn't it? Yeah. It, yeah, it was a good-looking car. And, JB, you, you say that uh, it brought you a lot of joy. Clearly, you brought a lot of joy to a lot of people. On, one I'm, last I'm, one. I haven't finished with the text here, so, uh, Matty. Well, I've got, <laughs> one, I've got one last text here with from our great mate, in Toowoomba. Uh, I've been lucky to meet JB a few times. He's a very humble man, always friendly, great for motorsport. He will be missed by millions of fans. So, well, mate, well, I'm all... sorry to tell you, mate, but I'll pop up every now and again like a bad, like a bad, like a bad 20 cent piece. So don't worry, I'll be around. Good on you, Tommy. Well, you, well JB, we've spent, uh, we've taken up far too much of your time, mate, talking shop. But uh, uh, do you do yourself a favour, okay? If, if you're going to, if if, if TCM is on the bill, they're going to be at QR in August. They're going to be at the, uh, sorry, no, they're going to be at the Bend in August. There's plenty of opportunities left in the Chow for now tour. So just pop on down, 
Bring your stuff that you want signed. Get your photos with JB because, yes, he is going to be still around, but uh, you do want to see him in the uh, in the race gear and the full kit and kettle and share some of your memories there too because, well, we'll be here till 10 o'clock if you keep texting us. So, <laughs> Thank you, mate. Listen, I, I, I need to say something. I've been lobbying. No, I haven't. This is just a joke story. But I've been, uh, you know, I think Stevie Jay's Mustang should go on to seven cylinders because he had seven cylinders at Winton and still won the race. So... <laughs> That's only uh, because gonna, everyone I'm behind me kept say, crashing into each other. <laughs> you, you, you are going to have the choice which cylinder you take off. That's All right. A, <laughs> that's, a, that's a BOP according to me. Thank you so much. And you know the good thing about that was the only reason I was able to keep up with you in race three is because I took the plug lead off from race two and it saved my tyres a little bit. So. <laughs> oh. Mechanical I, traction control, I right? You backed off me a bit in respect, to be honest. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I wear, I wear because uh, Phil, you know, my radio yep. Phil, that's uh, my helper and comes along and is a great guy. He he makes me wear a heart rate because he wants to know if I have a heart attack, what my number got up to, <laughs> and uh, and it got up very high because you were breathing all over you. <laughs> well, I was only doing that because I, I needed to get some TV. <laughs> I'm only kidding. I, I love racing against you, and I have huge respect for you, as you well know. So, yeah, yeah, and vice versa. So mate. good on you. Good luck at the weekend, mate. Jet's up there, isn't he? Yes, yeah. Jet's up in Townsville yeah. this weekend. So uh, fingers crossed for him. You're going. I'll be up there doing the Toyota 86 driving standards. So drive through Johnson drive is going to be coming out of retirement. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You'll probably need that uh, that sign drive through. I reckon up there they did last yep. time. They were shocking. Yeah. But uh, yep. yeah, I, I hope uh, I'll send Jed a text. I hope he. It's a great track, isn't it? You know, but you need to. When you're young, you need to learn how to negotiate street circuits and all that. It's all part mm. of learning. The good thing about this is that he he actually drove Townsville a couple of years ago in the Trans Am in the, the tin tops the, tin tops, the, yeah. the end of COVID. So the good thing is he's already been up there, which is great. And then he's down your way, mate, obviously, for, for his uh, race after Townsville, which is Sandown. So, uh, uh, so, oh, really? Um, When's that? Yeah. That's well, the Sandown 500 weekend, October? I guess. October, is it? Yeah, yeah, just before, three weeks before. Oh, Batman. yeah, so, yeah. We don't have a race there. Isn't that a shame that we don't have a race? No, but you'll be <laughs> you'll be coming out to manage Jet Johnson that weekend. You didn't know that. But... <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I didn't. But especially that seven-cylinder Mustang. That'll, <laughs> yeah. that'd, really, that'd take the shine off it at Sandown, let me tell you. I can tell you one thing, uh, JB. One thing that Jet Johnson needs is some good advice. So we'll get Stevie <laughs> J out the back door and you come down and give him some good grandfatherly <laughs> advice. Yes. No. He's a, he's a lovely young man, and, uh, and I'm very proud of him, you know. But it, it, it is, for anybody that, you know, thinks that it's a walk-up start in motor racing to anybody, it's not. You learn your craft as you go. It's just like, uh, you know, starting off as a young golfer and hitting the ball. You, you've got to keep doing it and drive as much as you can, and you learn, and all of a sudden... You're as old as me, and you think, "Gee, where's what happened?" <laughs> Just saying. Well, thankfully, uh, thankfully, we'll still be seeing you uh, floating around racetracks, even uh, even after you get out of the car, JB. But uh, I'll, I'll leave you with this one text from Rob the Ranger, who's in Camden. He's just texted in just then. Uh, JB, one word legend so um, we appreciate you taking the time out this Wednesday night to chat to us, JB, and uh, hopefully we'll see you at trackside. Oh, you will, mate. I, I, I love your show. It's fantastic. It's uh, it's humour and fact, and that's always good. 
some of this other stuff's a bit too serious for me. I'm not that serious. I was about to say, if you love our show, you haven't heard it that much then. But um, <laughs> <laughs> speak about your seven cylinders. We're on six at, a, at best. Yeah. <laughs> on a good day, right. that is. <laughs> good on you. On you, right, We'll see you, boys. Good, good luck to uh, Jet and uh, you too, Stevie. Uh, I hope you're not in the shoer's office too late at night. Oh, it sounds like probably will be, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I imagine. <laughs> On to you, JB. We'll chat to you soon. Righto, mate. Ciao. <laughs> See ya. There we go. John Bauer joining us. Should we go through it? Like, these, the text line has been going thick and fast, hasn't it, Chance? Yep. I mean, you, when, when you get to that uh, age, with respect, that age and stage in our career. And um, done what he's done. And like done he's what he's done. done. He's clearly touched he's a won, lot of. He's won over a thousand races. Yeah, like crazy, right? I haven't even you competed know? in. Probably half of that, um, and he's won uh, over a thousand. So, a, a true legend of our sport, um, and I mean, massive respect to still be driving super competitively at the age that he is. And mm. by the by, our text messages, Nimsy and Steve, um, clearly crossed the divide, the Holden Ford divide that so many people are painted with in our country. Um, he's just he's just got love from everywhere. So it was uh, great to have him on. I did want to get that question through about ARG. Yep. I wanted to get his uh, get his thoughts on it, and he was clear. He just said, Very I don't know. I thought. Yeah, don't, don't know what it needs, but obviously I think recognise that it needs tuning somewhere yep. to try and get it up and running because it's not all about supercars. Correct. Uh, now, we, we, we see the text coming in, and we oh. are going to be talking about NASCAR. We'll talk about the great man. Specifically this man. Whatever his name is, Ben <laughs> Berger, I don't know, Hamburger, he, he's fast. That's all I know. Thank you, Joey. <laughs> yeah, Joey, he is fast. He whopped your ass on the weekend. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll take a quick pause for the cause. Back with more of the driver's seat right after this as we analyse everything that went down in Chicago. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. Welcome back to the driver's seat right across Australia. And you can get involved by either jumping on the text. Keep your text messages coming in. Uh, on 0433 98 11 16. Or uh, the other way you can get in touch with us is on our on our Facebook page. On the Facebook. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like Kamal. <laughs> <Didn't> it? <laughs> Wish, but uh, yeah, keep keep your messages coming through because we have got a lot to talk about, specifically about what happened in Chicago on Monday. And if you if you're under a rock somewhere and you missed it, here's a little <laughs> snippet of what happened. Yeah, here he comes, battle for the lead. Shane. of Chicago to perfection. The final time onto the front stretch. He comes to the checkered flag. He's won the very first Yeah, you certainly are. He put on an absolute clinic. And I think I said to you, Matty, uh, in, in our group chat, mm. this was unbelievable, but very believable. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, um, and I think, you know, when you take your, you, you got to take your sort of Chev and Mustang hat off here if you can and try and look at this as an individual in a sport. And you, no matter who you follow, you've got to understand and recognise that SVG right now is 
absolutely one of the best drivers, not in the Southern Hemisphere, but in the world, Stevie J. And so you're 100% right. Plugging in one of the best drivers into the, in the world in a category that has never raced at this one particular track, Stevie J, and they're, they're not really big in doing street races either. And you plug in basically the world champion street racer that's used to these sorts of, uh, these sorts of cars and these sorts of tracks. He was always going to be... Yeah. A chance. The oh. car, I didn't think the car was ever going to be an issue. It was going to be whether the good old boys were going to let him race fair or yep. they were going to fence him. Yeah, and and I, for one, and I think I, I said this in, in earlier shows, that I expected him to be up the front yep. because it was tailor-made for someone of his... Uh, Skill set, like, yeah. Well, talent... Work ethic, like, like, like I've, I've, I've regularly said on this show that he works harder than any other driver. You know, off the track, he's the smartest on the track. Yeah, and I'll still back that up. You know, and that showed at Chicago. All those people that are saying, "Oh, he wasn't that fast at the start. He only got there because of the strategy, and they shortened the race twenty-five laps because of light and all this sort of stuff." At the start, he didn't need to be racing at the front no. and, and ba- bouncing out of tyre walls and like those leaders were doing. Seriously. He literally did what he does here, sat back, he'd conserved the car, he's conserved his tyres, he didn't make any silly mistakes. Um, he got shuffled back in the grid um, from... Back to 18th. Back to 18th from strategy, a little bit of strategy pit stops, but also that on-track um, blockage that they had, and they yep. reinstated all those cars back in yep. front. Yeah. So, um, you know, and when it needed to happen, he was a second a lap faster than everyone. When he came back through, he did those passes with ease. And what impressed me the most is I think that that aura that he gives off that it's literally this is, you know, uh, the flag or the fence, basically, um, or trophy or the trees, as you put it, Matty. Yeah. Um, I think the NASCAR drivers saw that in him when he was coming back through and they were very courteous with their defence of their positioning. Um, they were very there – was, there was a lot of room given and I just think that they knew that one way or another he's coming through. And I think that's um, a couple of points that you just said there. I know his engineer from Triple Eight, Andrew Edwards, was sort of subbed in there to try and give them a bit of a, a help as well. Uh, Darian Grubb was his uh, crew chief. He's worked with all the big names mm-hmm. in NASCAR. Tony Able, Stewart, t- yeah, one absolutely you know, like, like the, the, big, smoke. the top G's yep. and JJ, Jim yep. Johnson, like serious guys. Uh, they have all come out and said this guy's application from. The testing into the uh, into the sim, into understanding what to ask, when to ask, and also then saying, if I'm not asking the right questions, what do I need to know? Have all said that his preparation and his attitude and his application to the task at hand was unlike anything they've ever seen. So when you've got those people who are so unbelievably experienced with the top guys in the field to be saying that, it shows exactly what you said, backs up exactly what you said, that he's one of the hardest working blokes uh, in our category and in the world at doing what he does. It's not just like he... What do they say? Uh, talent... You better still work hard because sometimes talent takes a day off. Yeah. And so yeah. you've got to be prepared when the talent's not there. When you add talent and hard work and commitment together, you're damn near unbeatable. Yeah, and, and like, what a better... You know, he knew that this was a great opportunity for him to to literally take the world by storm, especially Absolutely. NASCAR, because... Taylor made for it. These guys, it's their first ever street race. They've never raced a proper street race before in the, you know, in these cars or in any NASCAR at all. Sure. Right? So he's he's 
at, a, at an advantage there, if you ask me, because of what he's done in the past. I mean, you look, you look at this. It was the most watched NASCAR race on NBC since yes. 2017. Yep. Yes. Right? The most watched. The most watched NASCAR Cup Series race since the 2023 Daytona 500. And it's up 144% from last year at Road America, right? But this was what interests me the most as well. It was also the most streamed NASCAR race in Peacock history. That's and Peacock is is a broadcaster yeah. streaming service, yeah. uh, CBS. Mm. I mean that's, yeah. I mean that, those I numbers, guess, that's you know. insane because we we think about our country. You know, if you get if you get half a million people tuning into a, a Bathurst one thousand, mm. the headline of every uh, news organisation reporting on motorsport will be the unbelievable coverage yep. of supercars. The population of America, when it's the largest streamed, those numbers will warp your mind. Mm. So for his partner. And the track house partner and and the uh, the the um, team ninety one uh, car th- that that has been massive coverage for them. So I think you know enhanced health. I think is I reckon enhanced health is probably <laughs> whatever <laughs> they've whatever they've invested in that they've got it back a hundredfold. Yeah. No. Look, I, absolutely. And and I think they're even saying if you want to bring him back, we'll we'll kick the can. They're they're, they're America's largest. Uh, private health insurer, I mm-hmm. guess. So it's crazy. I, I mean, when you look at the footage, that last right, that last lap with Justin Haley, a last two or a third last lap when Justin Haley tried to go underneath him, was massive commitment, and he obviously couldn't pull the car. Up and that's when Shane got past him. Um, but the names that he beat, Stevie J, close up: Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson. Uh, Kyle Bush, Austin Sindrick, Michael McDowell. These guys, whilst we know them as essentially the, the, the oval racers, they've done a lot of street racing too. Mm. These guys are not dumb. They all go off and do Daytonas and they do this, that and the other thing. Um, I just think... A lot of the guys too are from a road course background yeah, as absolutely. well. You yep. know what I mean? So it's the hardcore guys that that have probably less road course experience, you know, like back in the day with the Jimmy Johnsons and the Jeff Gordons and all that sort of stuff. But the application for them to know that there's more and more road courses creeping into their calendar. Absolutely. They can't just suck at one race a year. Yeah, now yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there's more than one race a year on road courses now. It's becoming five, six, seven, eight. And I think I saw a stat. It's like 15% of the races now they turn right on as well. And here's the thing, Nimsy. Here's a text that's just come in, and we've got a bunch of them. We will go through we'll them. We'll go through them, yeah. This is from Brad in Perth, and this... This illustrates the value of showcasing a talent and or a sport in another market. Wow, wow, wow. Self-confessed Holden man who's never watched an IndyCar race until Scotty Mack went there. I haven't missed one since. I had never watched a NASCAR race until Monday morning. And holy tish, watching SVG dominate NASCAR was incredible. Can't wait to see him take to the Yanks more. Saying that a little worried about our supercars and the knock-on effect that we'll have. We'll talk about that also, Brad. Both of them classes uh, have very little resemblance to road cars, yet has zero effect on racing. Brad, uh, absolutely. And I'm so glad that you've enjoyed that. I'm so glad you're on the IndyCar trail. But that's what parachuting a talent like SVG in can do for your sport. It brings new eyeballs to the sport. Before we keep going, there's one thing that I did want to say. If you haven't watched the race, folks, you've got to get on and have a look. Uh, what I love about NASCAR is that these things, they're slightly more robust than our supercars because these things were hitting walls left, right and centre at pace. Just throw a line on it, yank it out backwards and away we go. There was one driver 
that I just kept cracking me up. Noah Gregs. Noah Gregs. <laughs> Hit the wall five times. In the same spot. And, like, put the thing under the tyre barrier, back to the windscreen, yank it out, off we go. Not only how Finish tough... Finish 25th. Not only, not only how tough are the, 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 the bodywork and the under-chassis of those cars... Yeah. How tough's that transmission and the drive line and that thing? Yeah. He had the thing smoking in reverse five times, yeah, trying to get too. it out, and it still held it held up. It still held up. So he look, he beat, he beat some unbelievable names, and Nimsy, it's going to be, I think, the subject of the show really because of the knock on effect. Mm. Now that's a whole other segment about what he's going to do, where he's going to go. But as again, I don't care whether you're a General Motors fan, Holden fan, Mustang fan, Toyota Camry fan, Mercedes fan, <laughs> what he did over there was enormous for our sport and the recognition of the talent of SVG. And when you when you look at some of the interviews, the post-race interviews yeah. from champions Kyle Larson, you yeah. know, Chase Elliott, they all Kyle said... Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch, they've all signed, man, I, you know, we knew... Some of them knew of him, obviously. Yep. Kyle Busch did, he was his teammate yep. at the Daytona 24-hour. And he goes, yeah... Like, we've got work to do, and it was friggin' damn cool to watch. Like Kyle Larson said, man, yeah, he's embarrassed. I had the best seat. It, yeah. That was the best thing I've seen, you know? Like, he loved it. And Hen said, we have got a lot of work to do here. If that's the talent out there, we are. We have got to get better at this. Yeah. Because there's only going to be more of them. Yeah. Exactly. I, um, I thought it was really funny. that There was a bit uh, in the race where um, SVG was still P3, and he was just doing Morse code in the back of Kurt Busch's um, 45 Monster Energy... Um, Chevrolet, yeah. and it just looked like waters. It just we, we were sitting around the just office like waters. We were just like it's just another day at the office for a for SVG, which is what we love about NASCAR. And I know we got a text message in from someone saying, uh, "Oh, now you want to talk about NASCAR?" Well, we don't often talk about NASCAR because, quite frankly, there's just not a big audience for it. And, and let's put we it don't this get way. too many questions, and we don't get much feedback. So we cover what we get feedback on. And this we weekend, cover it because it's we feel like it's one of our own there, even though he's a Kiwi. And it's topical. You know, he's, no, well, no, he's Australian now. Now that he's a winner on the international <laughs> stage in Australia. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. He's a Kiwi. Russell Crowe, Farlap, uh, any other New Zealander that's done good internationally, he's an Aussie. <laughs> Have a listen to him on the Corey LaJoy podcast, and he'll he'll correct you on that one. Right. I think someone called him in Australia and goes, it was a bit offensive, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we, we've got a lot of your messages to go through, so we'll do that in just a moment because this man... If, when you say, oh, you're talking about NASCAR now, I don't think there was a single person across Australian sport that yep. wasn't talking about him because, well, uh, in his words... Oh, mate, I was on the hot <laughs> Well, Nimsy, to that, we just had Matty Rogers in the studio before us and Scotty Sattler, both rugby and rugby league legends. And first the first thing, they, thing said. they said is... How's Van Gisbergen on the weekend? Yeah. They never talk motorsport, so yeah. it, it's multi-sport. It was massive. One person I do feel sorry for, Nimsy, going forward, is Chaz. <laughs> yes. He yeah. won the Daytona, uh, he won the Spa 24. Yeah. We've, sorry, Chaz. Chaz who? Chaz who? <laughs> Chaz who. Uh, we'll take a quick break and go through some of your messages in just a moment right here on the driver's seat. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. We'll be talking World Supercross in just a moment. I caught up with that Aussie legend Chad Reid uh, from his home in Florida uh, earlier. So we'll uh, I'll, we'll play that in just a moment. But we've got to get to your text messages because they are coming in absolutely thick and fast. And um, the best way to do get in touch with this is on 0433981116. That is our number. Keep your text messages coming in. Uh, because... Boy, oh boy, 
I think it's 7.58. These were just coming in. But we'll start off with that, Peter and Munta Bay. Uh, SVG's like Lowndes. You just got to love what he does no matter what badge is on the car. Big call. Yep. Big call. No, I think he's right. I think, well, I think that'll be much easier when he's racing overseas internationally, representing our country rather than being here domestically. <laughs> Here's one from Kimbo and Bayswater. Glad I worked from home on Monday. So awesome to watch Shane Van Gisbergen. Gisenbergen. Funny name pronunciations made me giggle. They said his name about 50 different oh, yeah. ways. They struggled with that. Oh, and in the they end, did. I think they just gave up and then went to SVG. Well, I think they, <laughs> even, started, I think they even started saying SVJ for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Never you, watched, don't want, you don't want to say SVJ. No. Never watched NASCAR before either, but grab my interest now too. Hope you guys can get him on the show soon. We will be doing our best, but I think all eyes are forward uh, towards uh, Townsville for him at the moment. And then... Uh, it's open slather. Uh, Kimbo's also followed up with, do you think Shane's success might now open the door for other supercars drivers to have opportunities driving in NASCAR? Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think it was open without Ambrose anyway, Marcus Ambrose. Yeah. But yeah. it sort of, but then it, you know, I wouldn't say dwindled away, but it's been a while since It's been Ambrose a long time. There, yeah, know? yeah. So I think it's just a reminder. And mm. as you said, with more street tracks possibly coming onto the NASCAR calendar in the future, Nimsy, mm. I think it absolutely shows the value of someone like a Cam Waters or a Brody Kostecki. Here's a great one from Dean. Next, Shane should be in the next Fast and Furious installment. <laughs> <laughs> Fast and Furious 14, only in cinemas. <laughs> uh, here's another one. Um, <laughs> uh, this one from Brad in Perth. Hello, Brad. Uh, wow, wow, wow. Self-confessed. Oh, wait, you read that one. My apologies. I read that one. My apologies. Um, <laughs> one from Bad Graham. Uh, do you think the NASCAR folks gave SV Berger more respect after his qualifying and practice success? Oh, look, I think so. I think I think it grew over the weekend because, I mean, there are, there are photographs and some of the NASCAR drivers who are saying that on the track walk, which they did as basically a group, had no idea. who. Some of them had no idea who he was. Once they started seeing his pace and, more importantly, Stevie J, his footwork with his downshifting and heel and towing, which none of them do, yeah. uh, they all went, oh, hello. And then he's topped practice. Oh, hello. hello. And then he's qualified third. Oh, oh, hang on. And he had it all. Like, and that's the thing that, that just amazed me, Stevie J, about the whole thing is when you look at that car, all mirrors are still on it. Uh the only damage was from when the track was blocked and he was in the middle of the pack and he got, got liberacid. Yeah, but, the, you know, he didn't scrape it up against the wall compared to so Correct. many other guys. So, Correct. yeah. He also showed them how to do burnouts too because they were losing. They were absolutely frothing when they saw yeah, it at the end. It was just like, cool. what the? Like, this guy everyone is just loves, like, Everyone loves a smoke show. Yeah. Um, this one's from Greg in Upper Coomera. Hello, Greg. Thanks for joining us. Hey, boys, first time I've wanted SVG to win a bloody race in my life, but well done to him. He showed the good old moonshine swilling boys how to turn right in a race car. <laughs> he did, and that's that's the true value of everything that we're talking about here. No matter what brand you're on, everyone was cheering for him on Monday morning. Yep. Uh, another one too. Gents, I was intrigued to hear SVG directly reference how much he hates doing media in the post-race presser. If he moves to NASCAR, he's no longer facing the off-track blowtorch, and that must be bliss for a bloke like him. In the US, he'll go under the radar as an overseas underdog and get the novelty treatment, just like Marcus Ambrose did. That's from Jamie in Ballina. Yeah, but he no, he did a fair bit over there. Yeah, we just don't bit. see it, a lot of it. And Jamie, don't forget also, and, and I had a couple of personal uh, messages sent to me about this sort of stuff too. SVG's been driving in Australia for 16 years now. Yep. Same journos. There's not been a big churn and burn in journalists, unless it's one particular mm. uh, news agency, which I shall remain nameless. Um, 
most of them are exactly the same TV people, uh, same broadcast, same tracks, same questions. After 16 years of the same questions, you're going to get over it too. Yep. He didn't like it from the start. He didn't like it 16 years ago. And he didn't like it now. So should he then go to NASCAR, which we some expected him that he will do, let's revisit the whole media thing in 16 years' time and we'll see where we're at. Yeah, correct. Um, one from Rob the Ringer in Camden. SVG, we all know he's a freak, and now the Yanks know what a man can do too. For one, I'd be very surprised if he's in supercars in 2024. I believe an opportunity will come where Wincup has already stated he would allow his contract to be broken to chase a dream. The quicker Triple Eight know, the quicker they can get someone like Cam Waters. Um, yes, uh, but we've talked already about be, that. Well, there would already be talks. There would have already been talks about his replacement 12 months ago. Mm. Yes. Yeah, they, they don't leave these things to mm. halfway through the year. This is such a convoluted web here, um, and it's probably w- would take a whole segment. Nimsy, I don't know if you want to devote a whole segment as to what could happen from now, because I know we've got to get to the Chad, uh, no, the Chad Reid interview. So why don't we do that? Why don't we'll we do that in a bit, yeah. You um, finish off your text messages, and then we'll reconvene <laughs> around the grey beard table, and we'll work out where we think SVG is going to go. Indeed. Uh, so what, the, what about the fact that he drove a left-hand drive, changing gears right-handed? How many times has he done that? Also a good point. Uh, a few times, Stevie J, because mm. he's done a lot of GT racing as well. That's left-hand yep. drive. And as yep. we've said before, I know the American guys probably see that as a really massive thing because they're on the left-hand side all the time. They never drive anything on the right-hand side. Mm. But we've said it before. You drive left-hand side. My race car's left-hand side. You kind of get used to it after about two laps. Yeah. Yeah. And now, obviously, not that it would have made any difference because he's raced H-pattern gearboxes and all that. He would have easily gone from... Uh, right-hand drive to left-hand drive, the old-school H-pattern that they used Easy. to run and do Easy. it, like, yeah. well, you know, like you said. Yeah. Not, not that it's on the same level, but, no. you know, your uh, TA2 car, my TCM Mustang left-hand drive car, four-speed H-pattern, yep. no dramas at all. I think he came out and said it was actually his biggest challenge, mm. but certainly not an insurmountable challenge. He mm. said, I'm just not used to having a, a metre and a half of metal between me and an apex on a right-hand turn. <laughs> so I, I think it, it crossed his mind, but the, the guy's a pro. So yep. you go, okay, well, after five, six, seven laps, that's where the limits are, that's where it feels like, on, I'm off. Uh, another one, another one too. The Monday morning streaming bonanza, an international festival of motorsport. After spitting out my lunch, cheering on SVG in the last five laps of Chicago, his move for the lead as he came through turn three and switched back to the inside for turn four gave me absolute flashbacks to turn eight and nine in Adelaide. Unsure whether anyone else saw the resemblance of that section of the track over the weekend, but either way, a stellar way to start the week. That's from Rob in Brisbane. It's pretty big, wasn't it, Rob? Yeah. Like Formula One, Indy. Uh, SVG, I'm pretty glad that Monday morning I didn't have any appointments. Uh, <laughs> I may have strategically set no appointments for Monday morning because I know I didn't get in the office until about 11.30. But, yeah, it was massive. It was absolutely massive. Uh, Mark from Sydney here. Thanks for the laughs as always. Great news. I just want to double pass to Origin 3 in Sydney from Sats and the Rat. Now here's to that New South Wales win next Wednesday night. Oh, good on you, Mark. Because <laughs> um, that would be really embarrassing if you lose a third one. Like if you lose a third one in New South Wales. Oh. That's just yeah. You're ST Ruglin, aren't you? They're strong in New South Wales. They've, I, they? From my memory, right? The New South Wales team are always strong in Sydney. Is the New South Wales coach going to get sacked, or is he going to stay? Oh, on? they reckon not. Okay, I don't know. Okay, hmm. not really all over. Should have asked Sats while I was. Should have. <laughs> he was too busy talking about SVG. He was. You know, it was really interesting. We, you know, we're just uh, harking back to the person saying about the the left hand side, right hand side, all that sort of stuff. You've got Rats and Sat 
who are Scotty Sadler, Matty Rogers, who are a former Wallaby, a former Premiership player for Penrith, all that kind of stuff. These guys took on the biggest, hardest men face-to-face, nose-to-nose, mm. cheek-to-cheek for years and years and years. They both sat in the studio here and said, guys, we don't get what you guys do. How you can drive at 300 kilometres an hour is beyond us. We would <laughs> find that terrifying. And he, I, what do you say? He goes... You guys might think that running at Gordon Talos would be no good. He goes, yeah. but for us, it's nothing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, would like, rather, I would rather drive a car at 300 than run against Talos yeah. any day of the week. Yeah. Or, an AF, or an AFL player or any of that sort of stuff. Put mm. me in a car with a cage and a helmet, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple more before we go. Surely it, the racetrack was just made for Shane. Similar to Gold Coast, considering the other drivers had never seen a wall on both sides of the car. No oval. Mm. That's from Ken and Sandringham. Ken, 100% right. Uh, you know, this was custom made for SVG to do well. There is no doubt. And when he gets onto an oval at some point, I dare say that he'll probably get his bum smacked for a little while. But I'll guarantee you, he'll get up there. And well, you look at Scotty Mack. It didn't take him long to get no? working hard. Yeah. To get, no, he's he's finished in the podium on, yeah. the, on the fastest oval there yeah. in Texas. Texas. Yeah. In his rookie year. In his rookie and having year. never yeah. driven an open wheeler. Mm. So, and yeah. uh, one last one. Uh, this is from Woodo from Essendon. Hey, Nimsy and the janitor. First time, long time, blah, blah. Just sending my best wishes for his 50th birthday to my great friend, Max. Oh. <laughs> G'day, Maxie. What do you got for that one, Maxie? So, that's, uh... <laughs> a little bit preemptive. Five zero. Big five zero, yeah. I, I think P-5-0. a lot of us are a little bit preemptive with those celebrations, eh, Matty? <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, the reason that the Max quip, thank you, Woodo, uh, it's Mark Wooderson in Melbourne. Um, we went we went uh, barefoot bowls, and the lady said, Hi, everyone, welcome to Max's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I hit the wall. Uh, I hit the wall. Max. Yeah. So, uh, I think the nick- new nickname's Max. But, yes, thank you very much. Birthday this coming Sunday, not last week. Yes. And, and now also, I'm eligible for the Masters Cup, so I'm very happy about <laughs> the that. The Grey Gonads Cup. So, yes. <laughs> Indeed. The Grey Gonads Cup. I could have, I've got one hand on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take the cup, Nindy. I've got one I was hand about on to the say, cup, not the grey gonads. The I was cup. about to say, you need to rephrase that if we're talking about the grey gonads cup. But, um, um, it's the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. We'll talk World Supercross right after this. is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. Great to have your company on the driver's seat right across the nation. 0433 98 11 16 is the text line if you want to get in touch. And as always, you can jump on our Facebook page. On the Facebook. At Driver's Seat Show is where you can find us. And my apologies to Graham who did send in a message uh, about our interview with Chad Reid. Uh, he wanted to know, uh, well, he first off said, this would be cool, a real legend of the sport and almost godlike in the US. Can you ask Chad, did he ever get to look to the FMX style route such as X Games? Now, apologies, Graham, because uh, I actually caught up with uh, Chad earlier on because he's back in the US. So I didn't get a chance to answer, answer him that question or ask him that question. But uh, here's what happened when I caught up with Chad Reed after the British Grand Prix. Now, the British Grand Prix kicked off the 2023 World Supercross Championship with both Ken Rosen and Shane McElrath back to defend their crowns. And someone that knows his way around the dirt is Aussie Supercross legend Chad Reid. 
See ya. Welcome to the driver's seat. Oh, thank you. It's the uh, first time. I'm excited. <laughs> well, mate, let's quickly talk about the British GP because that was at Villa Park in Birmingham last weekend, uh, the home of Aston Villa, the Premier League side. And it was anything but because it was transformed into a supercross track. And that is an incredible build process. We'll start off by saying that. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, like, I mean, I've been doing this for 25 years. So it's like the process seems pretty seamless and, and pretty normal. But it really is like when you're, you know, like World Supercross is quite a new series. We're in our first full season. And so there's a lot of new people. And so uh, what you quickly realize is you're shoulder to shoulder with people that are like kind of wowed by that experience of just seeing this perfectly beautiful you know, green grass, and then we come and put, you know, thousands and thousands of yards of dirt on this place, and they're kind of freaking out. And so, yeah, no, it is. It's something that you take for granted that you've just seen it so so often. And even even yourself asking that question reminded me of uh, some of the process that and, and some of the questions I had to answer this weekend. So it's one of those things too, because like, so in V8 supercars or F1, and even to an extent rally, you can do a bit of work on a sim to sort of get yourself up to speed with the track, but you can't really do that in the WSX because literally this track, even there are always little intricacies that could change between here and there. So as a rider, does that level the playing field or does that make that harder because you go to each track and it's a completely new experience, but also a very familiar experience? Yeah, and it probably, you know, obviously I'm quite up to speed on the iRacing. You know, I do, you know, quite a bit of that and I did some... Uh, some you know some Lamborghini racing in 2019 so iRacing was a, an awesome tool you could really learn the tracks um the thing that we rely on on the motorcycle standpoint is a lot of the jumps and the obstacles are are kind of trying to think of the word I would use like they're they're too scale right like they the shapes the sizing the height um they're kind of what they're in a so like an alphabet for us like we we understand that uh, we call it like a three footer, a five footer, um, the whoops, a triple, um, all those things, though they're scrambled and it's kind of like a, you know, it's a, it's a guessing game, but the actual obstacles are, are something that we're really familiar to with. So that, that's probably what keeps it, you know, in a, in a, in a window where we're just used to it and you kind of hit the ground running. It's just like running up a set of stairs. <laughs> So how did you see the racing last weekend? Because I noticed, uh, like checking out the highlights, I mean, especially around you know the first corner, that um, there was a fair few spills. And I was just wondering whether could that be a bit of rust blowing out the cobwebs. But uh, Ken Rosen ultimately took the honours for the weekend. But there was plenty of others that did sh- uh, shine in Birmingham. A lot of guys. And then, uh, you know, to your original question at the start, like I... I don't know that in all my 25 years of professional racing that I've actually seen as many crashes and as carnage and just hectic as uh, in a first turn thing. And, and, I, and I think that what I put it down to is it's a quite a unique, uh, you know, race, race format in the fact that it's three back to back races. And all of our athletes, uh, we've done this in Australia uh, when I was, you know, prom- helping promote uh, Supercross in the mid 2000s, um, you know, but we've it's never been done at a high level. So uh, I think that that's what it is. I think these guys are just so not used to it. And they're kind of in a, that freak out mode of like, oh, we got to go again. And, you know, you got to get a good start. Starts really, really important. And 
that's that's where the carnage is happening. Yeah. Uh, well, here's the thing. Like, I mean, you've got 10 teams, 40 world-class riders all lining up behind the gates. It's a global championship. As you said, you've been there. You've done that. But how does it not only physically take the toll on you, but what about mentally? Because you're jumping continents. Even when you get a home race, not exactly home. Like, if we if we take uh, Melbourne into an example, I mean, uh, you're a New South Wales boy as well. Marvel Stadium, while close to home, is still very far from home for you. So how do you sort of wrap yourself around that? Like, in trying to stay match fit and match ready for each round, knowing that, you know, even just a little millisecond or misjudging a jump here or there can absolutely ruin your championship or make your championship and having to jump from say Abu Dhabi to then go to Canada to, to all of this stuff. Like it's when you think about it, it's pretty incredible just the level that these riders go through. Absolutely. And, And I take for granted sometimes, you know, like when you grow up in Aussie, Everywhere you need to go, you are leaving the country. You got to pack that passport, you know. Um, you know where sometimes a lot of the, you know, the Americans, Europeans, um, you know, Europe, you can drive through several different countries, uh, you know, by just jumping on a freeway and doing that. You know, you, you and I cannot do that in Australia. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna need a boat, a boat or an airplane, right? Um, and so, and so, you know, I've been doing that since I was eleven, and so you kind of just think it is second nature, and it's kind of normal. Um, where a lot of these guys are, are really, uh, they're really excited and I think they're, they're embracing it, but you can see it's very new to them. And, and I think that that's probably what's a challenge, but what's exciting, um, you know, with a high majority of them being Americans, um, you know, living life in America, it's really easy. Like anything that you need at any time in the day is available to you. Um, you know, you start traveling to places like the UK, I mean, simply getting a coffee or, you know, a grilled piece of chicken and some veggies, you think it would be easy, but it's actually not, you know? Um, And so that's, that's what I'm seeing. And I think that that's, what's going to take these guys, uh, you know, some getting used to, I mean, our next trip uh, is off to Singapore, you know, and I, I've been to Singapore, you know, kind of connecting through and I, I've spent 24 hours there, but even myself, I'm excited to go there. And it's just, you know, different flavor or fuel, you know, everything like that. So yeah, it'd be, it'd be cool. I'm checking, just having a look at this, the calendar. I mean, it, it jumps all over the place because you got, as you mentioned, you got Singapore on uh, September 30th. Then you go to Germany in October, Canada, late October, Abu Dhabi, November 4th. And it all wraps up in Melbourne here at Marvel Stadium in November 24th and 25th. And last year when you sort of had the pilot season of the uh, WSX Championship, we had about 60,000 fans across the country for last year's event at Docklands. And it was a hell of a spectacle. So for these riders, like being a sort of the first coming out party of this championship, that is going to be a heck of a finale. It really is. It's going to be awesome. And, and you know, just, uh, you know, I'd be, I was really fortunate to be a part of, you know, that kind of what I would call like the, the original owners of, where super you know the world supercross uh, a lot of those guys come from a you know a, a series that they were running some races in sydney and we were working to go to melbourne and things like that and so i think i did my kind of my uh my retirement announcement in melbourne in 2019 and just to see the growth of that as an australian supercross and kind of like a unique cool thing to now being part of a world championship um it's just yeah it's it's really cool and and there's days that i'm like man 
it would be awesome to be 10 years younger, you know, just not wishing that that this experience was was available when I was when I was, you know, in my prime and racing. But I'm really enjoying kind of helping, contributing and just watching this amazing sport that's been such a huge part of my life grow throughout the world. And yeah, we're going to we're going to wrap it up in Melbourne here in uh, in November. I was about to say, because uh, you've got a hell of an extensive resume here in Supercross. I mean, two time. AMA Supercross champion, motocross champion as well, record holder for most main event starts in history. You're looking pretty good, Nick, my friend. And uh, I can tell you right now, if you want to add to those uh, main event starts, have you thought about getting back on the bike? Because 2019 wasn't that far away. Sure, you're all healed up. Uh, you, do you get that little itch, especially being so close back to the action? I, I do get the itch. I, I, I can't lie about that. I, I, I get it every once in a while. You know, and these... These events have some unique opportunity where, where, you know, some retired guys or let's say guys that race another series or something, they have the opportunity to be able to wild card. Um, so a wild card's not crossed off for me yet in Melbourne, but, but we'll see. <laughs> I've, I've... I got time to make that decision because I may look decent, but there, I got, there's a lot of work ahead of me if I want to do a race. I was about to say, uh, there's probably people going to be listening to this, just sort of pricking their ears yeah. up, going, "Hang on a second, he didn't say that." What was going on? But uh, up chat, we, we've taken up far too much of your time here this um, on the driver's seat. But we thank you very much for joining us, and hopefully throughout the season, uh, you'll uh, jump back on the show and we'll have a bit of a chat as well. But if you want more information and you want to check out the broadcast yourself, it's a fantastic product. Do yourself a favor. WSX.tv is the website where you can go, but you can get your tickets to the World Supercross Championship. That is going to be at Marvel Stadium, November 24th and 25th. Chad Reed, it's been an absolute pleasure to chat to you, my friend, and uh, hopefully this isn't the last time we'll have you on the driver's seat. No, nah, we'll, uh, we've got a little break here, getting ready for Singapore, and then after Singapore, we can chat. I think that these boys are going to have some, uh, some time to really brush up on what they did right or wrong. Uh, at the first one and then come out swinging in Singapore so I think we have lots to lots to cover this is the driver's seat for Kubota together we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand oh this one's gonna have to be a bit of a pit stop break unfortunately because we have uh, we've, we've been we've been Cramming about one overtime. We, we certainly have, but uh, no, no, it has been a very, very big week, and we love getting all your messages in. Uh, this one's from Rob the Ranger in Camden. You were right last week about SVG driving left hand drive, Matty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know, Robbie. I know. Oh, and just quickly, I know we're talking a lot of NASCAR tonight. Curtis, you have texted us three times. Now you blokes want to talk NASCAR. So that's the third time I've read we that do text NASCAR, out. But I've Curtis. So um, I've, I'll, I'll explain it again. We only really talk about what's topical on the show by what our audience wants to talk about. And we don't often get a lot of stuff about NASCAR. Hopefully that's s- going to change. But we're the same with IndyCar. Yeah, same Up with IndyCar. until now that yep. obviously Scotty Max yeah, in yeah. there, you know. Yeah, Hopefully yeah. once so we get an SVG or someone in NASCAR. I don't want you to be a hater, Curtis, but please don't. Text us in again about that or uh, what will happen, Nimsy? Oh, we'll go str- one of these. So you can have a spell and off into the knob file. Because <laughs> we appreciate your input, <laughs> And we don't want to send you to the KF. That's that's still funny every time I listen to it. I'll tell you. Oh. Yeah, what's even better is you, you, you wait in the studio and watch Gary when he says that. He actually points. He literally points. <laughs> 
Put him in the file. You know what? And Curtis, I, don't and go I, the file. And I envisage a cream manila folder with knob no folder. Knob folder. <laughs> what's, what's drawn on the front of the uh, folder? Uh, the picture? C and B. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to say it. I'm not going to say it because you know, Uncle, prof- Uncle Hutchie might smack me down the line. We're, so. professional, uh, we're professional broadcasters. Yeah, we are. What, what's, on, what's written on the folder? Not fault. <laughs> what's drawn on the front of the like folder? An appendage. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll take a quick break and be back me. with more. <laughs> Old Charlie and Briscoe. Um, well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Craig Baird. Eh? <laughs> Charlie, Charlie Bravo. Uh, hey, we, we will talk Townsville um, because uh, there's a milestone to be celebrated yes. at Townsville, and we'll do that next right here on The Driver's Seat. This is The Driver's Seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. Just going to pull the curtain back a little bit here. Uh, unfortunately, until I switch mics on, our cameras don't roll. But I really wish that you were able to watch Matt McKeldon <laughs> throw a packet of twisties with an audible oop when he heard that. I'd just taken a mouthful of twisties when I heard the opening coming back. Oh, that's going to give you some heartburn later because I just swallowed a mouthful of twisties. Oh, Unchewed. <laughs> Well, you're very lucky oh. that that I didn't put our mics on because I didn't record that. Yeah. For those that didn't, for those that have got an issue listening to we've people, we've got chew. audio. We've got we've got visual of it though. No, oh, no, so we good. don't because because oh. the cameras are only on when I turn on the mics. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hey, Curtis, 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 Curtis. Look, Gary Lyon message. did warn you. Gary Lyon did warn him. Yeah, we got your fourth message, bro. And now. Well, you're in the file. Straight into the knob file. Excellent yep. start. Mm. No. Just for 24 hours, Curtis. Yep, yep. You, you, and yes, we know Kyle Larson was winning NASCAR and the sprint and the uh, sprint car championship and all that kind of stuff. But unfortunately, at that point in time, well, it just wasn't a lot of. And he was, he's not an Aussie, no, or yeah, a Kiwi. Exactly. Yeah, that race is in Aussie. Yeah, that we all know. Yeah, yeah. So that the whole Australia knows. Yeah. And now the whole world knows. Yeah. As Frank said, though, in fairness to Curtis, <laughs> you did say, keep your text messages coming in. Now, oh, no, here's a, okay, now here's a little thing. <laughs> we, 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 another peek behind the curtain here. So Frank is actually uh, one mm. Toby McKinnon from uh, <laughs> Toby McKinnon, who is the Toblerone. The, the Tobler. Yeah, the triangle himself. The triangle. Yeah. Uh, Toby McKinnon. Edition, and I'm joined by Joe. That's some of his fine work on, uh, on Trot's Life. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember, Toby. Just remember. If you're going to be throwing stones. Yeah, he, he who has the buttons wins. Expect a couple back covered your way. Yeah, but uh, yeah. if you do like the harness racing, uh, if you like your racing and you, you prefer it with the comfort of a sulky at Melton on a Saturday night, make sure that you do tune in to Toby McKinnon every uh, when uh, I should. I've gone and stuffed that one up. Now he's going to play this back to me tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, Trot's life tomorrow. Mimsy, if you're going to do it. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, do you know who else has gone to the knob file? Who's that? Clayton Oliver, I reckon, from oh. Melbourne. Looks like he got absolutely handed it to him at training by one of the trainers today. He was... Kidding, mm. on like a pocket shop. Well, is it, is was it the, the trainer that... or was it Clayton? 
don't know. But one of those one of those two is in the file they as will, well. I they will be doing a deep dive tomorrow morning on breakfast. Yeah, I can tell you that. Uh, you, you've got some good company there in the file, Curtis. <laughs> is he the one that Clayton looks... Oliver's in there with you. Come on in, the water's warm. Is he the one that looks like a parrot? <laughs> with a classy shaved haircut yeah. down the side. Yeah. Oh my god! Looks <laughs> like a cockatoo with his crest up. It, it was like uh, we've we've put a few cockatoos in the uh, in the knob oh. fold today. <laughs> Oh, right on. <laughs> One or two. That's another peek behind the curtain. Good for you, Mimsy. <laughs> Lucky we're not running on Peacock, eh? Hey? Get yourself a paper cut there, brother. <laughs> we'll take a break and we'll talk a bit of Townsville in just a moment here on the driver's seat. <laughs> this is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. And you can rev up your smartphone with the driver's seat app. It's available in the App Store. <laughs> a funny one off the text uh, from Peter in Munta Bay. Uh, do you want to read that one? <laughs> Curtis might stand for can't use real title, it's scaphy. Well played. <laughs> that is fantastic, Peter. Peter. You are clubhouse leader, my friend. Did well. Clubhouse leader. That is very clever. Well done. For this time of night, like I can hardly speak this time of night. So to be able to put that together. Yeah, we're normally sharp as bowling balls. Uh, yeah, so absolutely. Good on you, Pete. Absolutely. You've done very well there. Hey, and look- in relation to the message that we got from Mrs. Nims, yes, we are a bunch of children. <laughs> yes, yes. I indeed. resemble that remark. <laughs> sort of offended. <laughs> hey? Actually, no, I'm not offended. We are kids. Yeah, we are totally kids. And we look at two. Well, you might. I'm 50. <laughs> and I'm, I've been bald since I was 25. I'm the great so. gonads cup, man. I'm... Anyway, we digress. Let's quickly talk about Townsville because uh, we'll talk about the feeder category because the Dunlop series celebrates 150 rounds, uh, Mm. which is quite an achievement. Young Jet is going to be involved in the Super Mm -hmm. 2 slash Super 3 field. Uh, He has been part of the, um, well, he's done that segment before in the the Tin Tops back in the day. Yeah, he did, didn't he? He did it in a uh, Mustang. Mustang? Tin Top. TA2. Uh, tin top, so um, no, he's a track, got some form there, mm. which would be good. So that's good. So he's he's, and it's very hard to get, as you know, Maddie, to get any sort of uh, miles at street circuits because you can't just go there like Queensland Raceway or Morgan Park and go to a test day and go and drive it because mm. they're literally built for mm. once a year. So it was a really good opportunity a couple of years ago to take him up there in the uh, in the TA two car, and he thoroughly enjoyed it without any pressure, yeah. not racing anyone as such. You're just racing other cars and marked cars and all sorts of things. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. So be interesting to see how it goes this weekend. And I, there was one thing also, just before we do too much of a deep dive into it, um, young Super 3 racer who'll be up against Jet, mm-hmm. uh, Ryan Gilroy, who hails from the uh, the Newcastle area, good young boy. From 86 is last year. Yeah, right? that's yeah. right. That's right. So um, obviously the, the tragedy that occurred there with the bus accident in Maitland, very close to that community and affected a lot of communities around. Um, young Ryan's done a great thing. He's went and got, got a bonnet that he's going to run on his Super 3 car. It's been painted by a local painter. Um, Jordan and, Lucky uh, is the painter. Yeah, yeah, and it looks really cool. And he's also organised a whole bunch of other Local from Newcastle auctions. local? Yes, that's correct. Yep, okay. Yeah, a, a bunch of uh, uh, auction stuff online, in, and including that bonnet, which is going to be used this weekend. So Townsville, it might be a little crinkled when it, it gets to your house. But um, <laughs> you, you can go and use it as an A-frame yeah, well, later. <laughs> um, if you want to make a bid on that or have a squeeze at it, if you're in Townsville, make sure you drop by and have a chat to Ryan. Great, um, or great you can cause. Gray, uh, Gray's online uh, for the supercars bonnet. And I think I think someone said they'd already been 10 grand, Jesus. which is outstanding. That's so, great. 
Awesome. Yeah, so jump online. Gray's online with that one for the Ryan Gilroy's bonnet, uh, especially painted by a local artist. Very good. Good man. Good on you, Ryan, and good luck for this weekend. Milestone event, as we said, uh, 150 rounds. The series debuted as the Konica V8 Light Series in 2000, featuring uh, featuring VT Commodores and... It's an AU Falcon! <laughs> <laughs> um, what do we think of, uh, of like Super 2 this year? Because Zach Best is currently leading the Super 2 championship. Now, this guy has been the bridesmaid for two years running. And I don't know if you've seen this, but there's been a little feature that they've put up on the Supercars website where they sort of go through, you know, meet Jet Johnson, meet uh, meet Ryan, um, meet Race, ugh, meet Mason. Oh, no, absolutely fantastic. <laughs> Mason Kelly. Meet Mason Kelly, you know, things like meet that. Ryan Gilroy. Where they, yeah, exactly, where mm. they go through all of that. And they got to the one with Zach Best. It's like, mate, Zach Best. He's like, ah, so what's some of the things? You know, you're a staple here. And he's basically gone up to Rihanna and gone, I just hate, I'm just sick of coming second. <laughs> well, he would be, right? He would be. And there'd be, there would be, I don't reckon there would be anyone wanting SVG to go to NASCAR in 2024 and then Cam <laughs> Waters to go to Triple Eight more than Jordan Boyce. Because I reckon he'd be, he'd be trying to get into that seat at Tickford, I would have thought. Jordan Boys or Zach Best? Oh, sorry, Zach Best. Yeah. So I reckon Zach, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm sure he is. Has he still got ties with Tickford though? Or yeah. Well, he... he's gone away from the Super 2 program this year, but yeah. I, he's, he's still, still part he's still of the co-drive for them yeah. in the Enduros. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think with... Uh... JC, the rumour in Scuttlebutt says. Okay, there you go. There he, you go. Because he drove with um, Tommy Randall last yes, year. Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. So, uh, but anyway, look, great series. I think it's going better this year than it did last year. Last year was mired with supercars and horrible driving and all that kind of stuff and not as many laps. And I think combining Super 2 and Super 3 is a great thing. I think Townsville is a perfect place for them. I think them. also that the, the cars are more closely matched now Yeah, with it, their, their period the same in regard mm. to the, the chassis and everything. Right. Whereas last year, the Super 3 cars were literally the previous car before Car of the Future. Yes. Yeah. So I think, look, great series. I think we need it. We need it to blood mechanics. We need it to blood drivers. Engineers. Engineers, engineers yeah. everything. It's, yep. a, it's a vital part of our sport. And quite apart from in its most simplistic form, being a used car sales lot. <laughs> well, the, well, the cars have got to go somewhere. This is true. This is true. So we need that within our sport. We need to have a, a, a main game, Super 2 and a Super 3. I love this. Before it uh, then goes to touring car category. Before we take a quick break and uh, inform everyone of uh, what Maddie Max is going to be doing this weekend, because he will also be racing, but not mm. at Townsville, but in mm. Queensland. We'll give you some mm-hmm. details on that. This this text in from Tommy Hobart. How good would it be to see some NASCAR drivers come and do a race over here? I'm sure all those superstars will qualify for a super license. Oh, wait. Never mind. Thanks, supercars. <laughs> <laughs> or is he saying thanks, supercars? Uh, yeah, well, remember we used to see uh, international drivers on the Gold Coast, Stevie J. Who was your driver? You had uh, Dario, Dario Franchitti was yep. one of yours. And uh, didn't, didn't really fare all that well. But no. we've gone too far past our closer neither again. Did, neither did Ricky Taylor. <laughs> Ricky I, Taylor. I remember he was the one that went upside down in the Fujitsu oh, car. He did too. That's right. And he came from American IMSA racing IMSA, yeah. and stuff like that. So there you go. Uh, we'll take anyway. a quick. We'll take <laughs> wrap a, it up. We'll take a quick break and <laughs> let you know about the High Tech Oils Super Series action mm. that will be happening this weekend at Morgan Park. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand.
Do yourself a favour if you're around Morgan Park this weekend because our very own Maddie Mack will be in action this weekend in the High Tech Oil Super Series mm. uh, with in the TA2 Muscle Car Series. Round four at, mm-hmm. in the TA2 Championship is at a knife edge if you look at the top of the tree because you've got... It's tight. Literally, there is a handful of points separating... Uh, who is it? Dylan, Dylan Thomas. Thomas. Yep. Jackson Rice and Josh Haynes. Yeah, it's tight, at the, it's tight at the top. Uh, I think I'm in P9. Uh, it's tight at the top. Um, we don't have a massive field this weekend, to be fair. I think um, a few people have got a bit of the mid-season blues and a bit of damage here and there. And Morgan Park is a place that's pretty tight and short and sharp and is a fair opportunity to throw it against the hedge there. So I think a few of them have decided to stay away. So we've got 14 cars. Uh, but of the 14, all the really, really good young drivers and a couple of the older good old blokes are there and then there's me down the back so <laughs> so uh you can jump online uh i think everything's being streamed on facebook and youtube on sunday yep. on the high tech all super series page and you can tune in on sbs from about i think it's one o'clock stevie j if you don't want to watch supercars uh you feel free to jump over and, and watch us on or there. it's quite easily to have supercars on the the One big the, box yeah. and have the Super Series on your, on the on your lap, little yeah. lap toppy next to you. Yeah, or the phone or your, your whatever device. Your tablet. Your, yeah, whatever it may be. But you can also catch up on it uh, later on on SBS On Demand, KO, and it'll also be Fox Sports as well. So it'll be simulcast on Fox Sports uh, and replayed on KO at some stage. But yep. anyway. So check yeah, that out. The high tech back. Sorry, Nizzy, you can also go back to the stream and watch it. You could go back to the stream. You could do whatever you'd like to do. Mm. There is no excuse. If you want to watch the High Tech All Super Series, there is no excuse not to. And if you Maddie are down McKeldin. there, if you, if you are down there on uh, <laughs> particularly the Sunday, make yeah. sure you stick your head in the Kubota Racing Garage and just uh, see how many candles are on that cake uh, for, uh, <laughs> for Maddie Mack. It'll be 50. 5 0. Half a, half a century. A half century. Just raise the bat Do I get to raise, I raise the bat and kiss the crowd and do all no, that No, no, no. You've got to you keep your helmet on. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and quickly, by the way, two words. SVG in 24 to NASCAR or 25? 25. All right. I'm going to go 24. We ran out of time. We could have done, we could have done three to four hours tonight. Sorry, folks. Yeah. yeah. But um, we thank everyone for their texts. A big thank you to John Bow. A big thank you to Chad Reed. And American also a big, a big thank you to everyone that sent us messages throughout the week because it's been great. You can do that mm. on the Facebook. Yep. And mm. we have run out of time, which means we can't squeeze in Mark Scaife again. So oh. it's a real shame. Tell you what, I'm just about over this shit. Oh, well, maybe next time. <laughs> uh, maybe. Sorry, buddy. Sorry, Scaife. We'll catch you next week.